0: Hello, welcome back to the Prof JC Leadership Podcast, Episode 194, and I want to start by wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. I can't believe we're here already at this time of year. It's unbelievable to me, um, but it's good to be here. For me, and I don't, I don't know about for you, but but for me, as we get to this time of the year, I always think about the three R's, the three R's, rest. Relaxation. Actually, I should probably say the four R's. Rest, relaxation, reflection, and reading. When I get to this time of year, those four things really begin to take over my mindset that it's time, right? We've come to the end of the year, and here's what I believe is, if we have worked really hard this year, then we should get to the point where we need this. We need the rest, the relaxation, the reflection, and the reading. I'll probably talk about that and maybe review. It's the five R's. That's what it was. Review. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about that on the podcast, so I won't say too much more about that, but I think that this is a great time of year for it. It reminds me of back when I was in the military, back when I was in the army, we had a sergeant that would say, if you get to the end of your run, so we would have to do these two mile runs as part of our PT test, a physical, I guess they call them. PFT test, whatever, but they were called PT tests, physical training tests that we would have to t- uh, the, that we would have to take. And I don't know, we did those every six months, or whatever. And, and so you'd have to run the two miles within a certain amount of time, and it always became a competition to see who could win. And and uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, what the fastest I've ever ran was when I was hungover. <laughs> those were back in the days. And I remember we had a wild night. A friend of mine actually got arrested that night. And um, and uh, I ran my fastest two miles I've ever ran. And I I don't even remember it. I just remember thinking my legs are moving so fast. I don't know how it's happening. So the, so maybe that's the secret right there. Okay. Make sure you're a little hungover. Anyway, I don't know how I got off into that. This is a Thanksgiving podcast and I'm getting off into this. But I remember at the end of these PT tests, one of the sergeants would say, if you're running faster at the end than you are at the beginning, then you didn't give it all at the beginning of the race. If you're running faster at the end than you are at the beginning, you didn't give everything you had towards the beginning of the race. You And basically he was saying, you should come sputtering in to the end of your race. Now, I don't know how true that is because there's also, I'm sure, physical aspects about it and there's probably momentum and there's, you know, as you get to the last end, there's something about that motivation that creeps up inside you, right? So I don't know if what he's saying is true or not, but it, it it really made me think about it though. And I begin to apply that to my own life and, and I begin to think if I'm more excited and have more energy at the beginning than I do at the end, then maybe I didn't expend all the energy I needed to, during whatever it was that I was doing. And so I look at our year and, and I do say that if, if you're coming into Thanksgiving and you've got all kinds of energy and you're amped up, <laughs> just maybe here's a consideration. Maybe you didn't work as hard as you should have, you know, this year. I am. I don't know. I have a different way of viewing things. Maybe it's different from where you are. I have certainly a view that when I get to Thanksgiving and Christmas, I should be bone tired and I should be ready to rest, relax, And uh, this is the season for it. Anyway, today is Thanksgiving. And so I hope, and I know that you have different jobs out there, different, some of you may be listening to this as you're going into work. I don't know. But my hope is that you get a chance this weekend at some point to be able to sit back, relax, reflect, and really think about um, gratitude and think about the things that you're grateful for and to spend some time with uh, loved ones, friends, somebody that cares about you, somebody that loves you. Uh, That's my highest and best wish for you. So I want to talk real quick about gratitude. I don't want to say real quick. I just want to spend a few minutes talking here about gratitude and why I think that three reasons why I think gratitude is really important for your life and for your leadership. Three reasons why gratitude is important for your life and for your leadership. Number one is this gratitude brings you into the present. I talked about this Sunday I preached the message at my home church this past week. And one of the things we talked about in that message was how so many people live in two different places. Most people live either in their past or they live in the future. And the problem with either one of those is that they bring anxiety. And I would say a leader that leads that way, who's always looking into the past or always looking into the future, is going to cause anxiety for the team. They're either going to be looking back on the past and they're going to have some, you know, we got to get better. We got to get better. We got to get better. Or they're going to look on the past and saying, look, you all screwed up. You better get better now. You better get because look how bad you screwed up. Or they're going to be looking in the past and saying, look how good we were. And you can't keep up with it today. Right. There's nothing wrong with looking in the past. I'm a huge believer in reflection. And reflection means that we look back and then we bring those lessons into the present so we can help make our future better but it's still even in reflection there's a past you know there's a past element to it there's a present element to it and there's a future element to it that's how it works but if we're always in the past or always in the future it's not where we need to be right the other type is we're always looking in the future always 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 we need to do this do this do this and i've seen leaders drive people out of the company Right. High turnover rates because they're just always thinking about the future. And again, they're trying to compare this this dream future to their present reality. And, you know, they're lacking the motivation to happen, you know, to make that happen. And they're not necessarily seeing it from a vision perspective. They're just talking about it because they want the future to happen, but they don't necessarily know how to motivate you in the present. I think that gratitude is the key. Because, there, again, the reality is we're going to look back and we're going to look forward. That's an aspect of life. But what so many of us miss is the present moment. And I've thought about that before. I've gotten to to conversations with friends of mine and we talk about this idea of being content. And I'll hear people talk about this idea of being content and how important it is to be content. Um, and I hate that word. I can't stand that word being content. Because when I hear that word being content, I hear somebody who... Um, is just okay with how life is and they've reached whatever level they're at and they're just going to sit down and they're going to get fat and happy and they're okay where, where where life is and my personal belief is that we should always be climbing forward always be moving forward but in the climb here's what i've learned as you're climbing we need to take moments to stop and to smell the roses around us and to see life around us I tend to think of our journey in life as climbing a mountain, moving up a mountain, and the goal is always up there, right? It's like climbing Mount Everest, and your ultimate goal, your highest potential is at the very top of that, at the crest of the mountain, so we're always climbing. But if we're just climbing all the time and always looking up and just climbing, we're going to miss out on what's around us, right? And if we're always looking back on the climb up towards you know, the mountaintop, we're not going to see what's in front of us and we're going to get you know we're going to stumble because we're looking backwards. But sometimes it's okay to look back right and say, man, look where I came from. And And it's often really good to look forward so we always have that North Star as to where we're going. But in the middle of that, we've got to stop and we've got to say thank you. And this is what this is what gratitude does. It brings us into the present. That's why I think it's mandatory for us every single day at some point in the day to do gratitude. I was on a walk this morning, and my mind's all over the place because life is so busy for me right now. And that sense of gratitude, and I haven't I haven't really done it very much personally. I do it with my kids a lot. I do it with uh, my partner a lot. But I don't do gratitude myself. I haven't done it in recent days, and I found myself today saying, on this walk, I'm all by myself. And I said, look, I need to express some gratitude. And it just centered myself right there in that moment. And, and it brought me into the present moment. And then I got out my phone. Actually, I don't I don't walk with my phone too often, but I got out my phone today and I started taking pictures. So much so that there was someone who was walking and I said, man, it's so beautiful out here, isn't it? I said, yes, it, it's absolutely amazing. But I was able to recognize that and recognize the moment. Gratitude brings you into the present. And the number two is this. Gratitude helps you see the best in people and situations. Gratitude helps you see the best in people and situations. If we're not careful, and we could talk for an entire podcast about this, as human beings, we are wired for survival, which means we are wired to see the the negative around us, right? Just evolutionary, right? If you go back 10,000 years when our ancestors were living out there in the woods, Uh you know, they're having to keep their ears up all the time. They're having to keep their eyes open all the time. Somebody's you know, gotta be on guard because there's all kinds of predators out there that wanna eat and kill you. Want to eat and kill your babies, eat and kill your kids, eat and kill your animals, right? Eat, you know, take your food, whatever it is. There, there are other, you know, there are other people out there that want to kill you and steal your possessions. And so it was always this kind of always being on the lookout for what's out there other people, other things, other animals, whatever it may be. And that that's just how it was. They didn't have these big concrete homes and huge developments and cars that scared all the animals off, right? Animals and humans lived in, in you know, same areas. You know, it wasn't like the humans had total control 10, 15, 20,000 years ago, however many thousand years ago that was. So Human beings is, you know, we forgotten we forget often that we don't live like that anymore, so we still live in this state of being nervous and state of, you know, I need to look around and see what's going on around me. So we see the worst in situations. What I've found that is, is when I stop and express gratitude, especially when I'm frustrated, I'm able to see the good in any situation and in any person. And, I, and I, I've, I've shared this before, how I was in a situation where I had a boss one time that I just didn't get along with and I just didn't like this person. And then I started doing gratitude. I started realizing. And so part of that was expressing gratitude for this person. And the more I begin to express gratitude for this person, guess what? The more I begin to fall in love with this person. And I begin to love his leadership and I begin to love his impact on my life and I begin to see the good in this person. And now I, I just have such a, a deep affection for this person. But it started with gratitude. Because when you're in a spirit of gratitude, you're not seeing the negative. And there's negative about all of us, of course. I know there sure is about myself. But when we focus on the positive or when we stop and 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 express gratitude, it, it turns our mind towards what's positive. Or, and we'll kind of get to this in the next point, it turns our mind in the negative. And so we're able to say, hey, thank you for this negative thing about myself or about this situation, or about this other person. Because of this negative thing, it is helping me see X, Y, Z. And it could be something along the lines of, hey, thank you so much for this negative thing that happened because I need to get out of this job and I haven't had the courage to get out of this job. But now this person treated me really horribly and they've been treating me horribly for six months. And I realize now I have the courage to walk away from this job. Thank you for that person because they're helping me get to my next step and my next destiny. I can't tell you how many times I could look back and say, if I had stayed in a certain job that I had 10, 12 years ago that I really loved, if I'd stayed there and I thought I wanted to be there forever, I, I, there's just no way. I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't be where I am today had I stayed there. But it took several negative things to kind of get me from there to here. And some of those negative things were really hard to go through. But I have learned in my life, even now, when I go through something that's hard and difficult, more than likely, it's leading me to something great. So I need to express gratitude for it. So gratitude helps us to see the best in the people and the situations around us. And I think as leaders, that's important because as, as leaders, we understand this. Not everybody we lead are people that we actually like. Not everybody that we lead are people that we're going to like or people that we actually like. Not everybody, just from a workplace standpoint, not everybody that you're around in the workplace are going to be people that you like. I can think people of people in my workplace, my environment, that I just don't like. But if I were to stop and express gratitude for them, I can find something in every single one of them, and that begins to change my mindset toward them. And I think as leaders especially, we've got to do this because the people that we're leading, whether we like them or not, our job is to empower them and to help make them better and reach their full and highest potential. We've got to be able to see the good in them in order to do that. Three and finally, third and finally, gratitude brings a mindset of personal responsibility. Gratitude brings a mindset of personal responsibility. And let me explain this. In 2018, I went through a divorce and it was hard. It, it was difficult to go through. And a lot of times, if we're not careful, those of us who've been through divorce or go through divorce, if we're not careful, we go through that situation and we begin to blame our ex. We begin, you know, we begin to blame the spouse. Because here's the deal: divorce. Is never what anybody wants. Even if it's the best thing, nobody goes into a marriage thinking, I'm going to divorce this person within you know the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. No, Nobody thinks that. We all go into marriage because we're positive and we have an optimistic outlook and we're really excited about the future with this person. And we believe that the future with this person is going to be absolutely amazing. So no one goes into a marriage expecting to go into a divorce. I found myself going through a divorce. At the time, I also knew the importance of gratitude. And so I remember there was a time I was out on a walk and I was really angry. I was really upset about the situation. But I said, you know what, in this moment right now where I'm really feeling frustrated, I need to start expressing gratitude. And you know what I was able to do? I was able to see my own responsibility in that situation. Because, again, it goes back to what we just talked about. When I begin to express uh, gratitude in any situation, in all situations, you know, I'm a Christian. The Bible talks about this in all circumstances, right, to express gratitude, give thanks in all circumstances. That's something I believe. So when I begin to express gratitude in the negative situations, there's something about it, right, because gratitude is a positive. But now you're matching it up with the negative. And here's what I've learned in life. When when you patch, you know when you put a negative with a positive, and you have enough positivity in there, the negative is going to move towards the positive. That's just how it works. Now it can be the other way around, right? It can be, but I think I'm too strong for that. That's me personally. So in this moment, I begin to express gratitude. Thank you for what I'm going through right now. Thank you for this situation. Thank you for my ex-wife. Thank you for, and and, and saying that I was able to start realizing what's my responsibility in this. And so then I begin to take responsibility and I'll never forget that walk as long as I live. I begin to see the things that I needed to, to do better and the things that I had failed at and the things that had to get better for me going forward. That only came out of gratitude though. And I know a lot of people out there that need to be doing the same thing. And I think in our workplaces, corporate America, any job, any company that we're in, I don't care if there's five employees or 5,000 employees, 500,000 employees, it's it's not going to be easy. There's going to be politics all around us, right? There's going to be situations all around us. At times, we're going to make mistakes. We're not going to do the thing that we need to do. I have found that when we express gratitude, we're able to take personal responsibility. I think this. I think great leaders should be implementing gratitude within their companies. That's what we should be doing. That's what you should be doing as a leader. If you have any kind of influence around the people, you know, with the people around you, I think you should be talking about gratitude. And as much as you can express it Express it to the people, but help them to learn how to express it. Again, these benefits, I think, are for the company, they're for their team, and they're for the leader. One more time, gratitude brings you into the present. Takes you out of the past and the future, helps you be in the present. Number two, gratitude helps you see the best in the people and the situations around you. Number three, gratitude brings a mindset of personal uh, responsibility. My hope for you is this, that today, You spend some time in gratitude and that, yes, you do it around the dinner table with friends and family. If you have a Thanksgiving or a Friendsgiving or a family giving you, whatever it is that you spend time. But my hope is that you spend some time one-on-one or just by yourself. I guess one-on-one, that's two people. Just by yourself and you think about all the great things that are in your life and you just stop and say thanks. And maybe you're not a spiritual person. You're not a religious person like I am. But there's science out there that shows when we express gratitude and just say thanks just to the universe, just to whatever it is around you, whatever it is that you believe, you just express thanks. It does something to your own mindset and it transforms you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. It means a great deal uh, to me. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you on the next episode of the Prof. J.C. Leadership Podcast. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving.